You're listening to an Englishman in the Balkans. Welcome to an Englishman in the Balkans podcast with me, David Pecinovic Bailey. In this podcast, you'll get a unique look at life in Bosnia and Herzegovina through my eyes, the eyes of an immigrant. Each episode, I share my experiences living in this often misunderstood country and introduce you to some of the interesting people I've met along the way. From exploring the rich culture and history to discussing the challenges and joys of immigrating to a new country, this podcast offers a thoughtful and engaging look at life in the Western Balkans. This is the Balkan Adventures Podcast with David and Tamra. Everyday life and experiences in the Western Balkans. Welcome along to another Balkan Adventures podcast. Um, Tamara at the moment, I mean, she said that she was going to come on one of these soon, but I think she's um, trying to work out uh, how to use Facebook uh, a little bit more than what she does at the moment. So for those that don't know, if you check out Fit and Healthy After 40, that's, uh, you know, all in one sort of phrase, dot com, you'll see that ladies around the age of 40 and over um, share their tendency to want to be like really slim and svelte and fit basically so she's doing that and I'm sat here it's um about 20 to 7 I think on a Tuesday evening you're hearing this on a Wednesday as we do every Wednesday three cool pieces of Balkan music um as ever I will put the links uh, to where you can find that particular group uh, on YouTube because people like to listen to music and watch YouTube videos. But um, the last couple of days, my friend Bruce has been here. And those that are following us on Facebook and Instagram will know that. I've just been checking out um, one um, comment that's just come in on Facebook saying, are you and Bruce skiing or scheming? Um, well, the answer to that is both, actually. Um We've 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 been outside today and it's still bitterly cold and the snow is well it should sort of like melt away sometime. But we're gonna to go to Sarajevo to a place called Yahorina and we're going to look at a little project there. So Bruce is sat next to me, he's got a glass of Loza, which is um like rakia made of grape. Do you like it? It's delicious and it's um it's certainly hit the mark, that's for sure. Yeah, it uh, it warms you up on a nice cold winter's evening. Because you're going to have an early night because you've been working hard or is it because you've been drinking too much Loza? We've actually been working very hard. We've done lots and lots and lots of thinking and uh, we've been discussing this project for about three years and it's all come together at the right time. So um, that's why I'm tired. We won't talk too much about the project because it's secret. But you, you uh, out of... The people that I know, there's very, there's a, a nucleus of people who I would call um, a Yugo file. I think that's the best way to do it because that encompasses Serbia and Croatia and Bosnia Herzegovina and Macedonia and Montenegro and, and Slovenia. Would that be a correct description of you? Absolutely. I think I've well, I hope I've got a respect for all of the peoples and the history and the topography. 
it's it's a fascinating um, place to come to, and it's very welcoming. People are kind. People are very friendly, and um, there's so much potential here for to do really good business and to you know quietly help some people out in the meantime. So, yes, I I, I enjoy coming here very much. I was saying last week uh, on on the relaunch first episode of the relaunch podcast. So I arrived here. First in 1993 for three weeks during the conflict, and I was near Tomislav Grad, and then I came back in 1998 with the military, and then I stayed. You have a similar story because you worked here with the military before, didn't you? I did, um, and the key takeaway for me was to listen, to really listen with an open mind and to keep asking questions um, and ask lots of different people for... Um, their answers and to do as I said before lots of thinking and uh, yeah just just keep questioning the whole time what do you think the main difference is between Balkan people and British people people are people they they, they just they just want to look after their families they want to be safe they want to um, run a business they want to be employed people are people full stop um, I think it's if you're wise, you can listen to the stories and and try and find out, you know, that, um, that poetry um, about walking in someone else's moccasins or someone's shoes. I think if you can if you can start from that kind of viewpoint of who cares what I think, I'm, I'm interested in what you think and what has shaped your your life, your history, your narrative, etc. Everybody gets on them. This is the Balkan Adventures Podcast with David and Tamra. Kula 
Balkan Adventures podcast. My friend Bruce with me and just finding out that he's been here before. When you were in Sarajevo before, and that's where you were based, um, you had a media type job. How difficult was it to work with local media? Because they do say here that they are slightly in a, in a world of their own, maybe the world that you and I knew about 40 years ago. Again, just, just treat everybody with respect. Um, the media world is about, you could say it's about storytelling or it's about explaining a story. It's, it's usually a human endeavour. The bottom line is um, I had a story to tell about the unit that I was, I was working with and the, the people I was representing. So um, I was able to do that. And you, you do that by explaining why you're doing things or why certain things are happening, um, obviously as a certain viewpoint, um, to the journalists. And again, if you can if you can earn their trust, and if you can if you can help them to understand the story, that's great. And and the quid pro quo is, if they've got questions, you go away and you find out, and where you can, you you help them and you explain the story um, backwards, as it were. What were the language difficulties, if any? Well, I don't speak Serbo Croatian. Um, <laughs> I do a little bit. <laughs> um, uh, but the bottom line is. Human beings are human beings. So there's body language or there's football or there's, there's always common ground. And I think if you, st- if you start from the premise of trying to find the common ground to anchor a conversation and then I think if, if, you're, if you are genuine, people find out quite quickly. Um, and within the bounds of, of what you can do, you can, you can share, share that story. And, you can, and from that, you can ask why do you think this? Why do you behave in a certain way? Why are certain things happening? And, and you can find out. And really, media, journalism, being a spokesperson, that's what it's all about, trying to explain those stories. Do you find people from... I mean, this is not good questioning technique. If, if you're listening to this and you're a journalist and going, why is he not saying what, why, when, where, how? Yeah. But then Bruce is one, one of the team, yeah. so he understands. And do you, find, do you find Balkan people open or unnecessarily closed? Well, the I I I wouldn't I, I don't think I can say Balkan people because that's 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 just too generic. Um, oh, you can you can actually thin it down to more specifics. Yeah. Well, I, I spent the majority of my time in Sarajevo, so I was with urban city people, and I used to, oh yes, I used to fly around the country and I used to go and visit, but it's I wouldn't claim to know people from certain areas. Maybe I could. You know, I've got a reasonable amount of experience, and I could ask reasonable questions, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't claim to know and say, yeah, all all Balkan people are, are like this. I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare to presume. All I can. All I can say is that the people that I I worked with, the people I worked for, the people I commanded, they're human beings, and they're good people, and they just want to look after their families and make a living in life. Um, they quite often history or circumstance has dealt them a pretty rough hand actually but they're just trying to make the best the best in life with the circumstances that they've got um i found the vast majority of balkan people that i that i came across like everybody else treat them with respect they treat you with respect if you earn it um and they just want to get on with their life they're hospitable, aren't they? Massively. 
genuinely, I've spent a lot of time in Scotland as well, in the United Kingdom, and if there's a, if there's an analogy, it would be with a this kind of Scottish Northern Irish, whereby you don't have to make an appointment to to call on someone's house. You can just pitch up with, you might be introduced, and the the tea, the coffee, the cakes, the, the biscuits, the the raki will come out. It's not. It's less formal, and I, I actually think it's it's almost like the language. Insofar as from what I know, um, what you see is what you get. So it's 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 kind of phonetically spelt, and I do find that that the people were quite. Um, poor. Just themselves, just just you know they they be they be they be friendly or straight with it. Even if they wanted to have an argument and disagreement, at least you knew it was a straightforward. You know, I don't like something, I disagree. Fine, you can disagree, but these are the facts as I'm as I'm explaining to you. And people could agree to disagree, by and large. This is the Balkan Adventures podcast with David and Tamra. Everyday life and experiences in the Western Balkans. Sakriven 
žena ljudima Uz jastuk jedna slika Pogled ka daljinama Lijepa Alma Lijepa Alma Adventures podcast with Bruce today. Um, just before that last piece of music from Shadow and Code, um, <laughs> you, you, you were saying that the analogy is between Scotland and, and Bosnia. Scotland is a land of crazy fire water and weird food. So the crazy water being um, whiskey and the crazy food being haggis and, and totty and neeps and um, fried breakfasts where the the actually food component parts slide across the plate on grease. Um, so thoughts about Bosnian food and drink. Okay. Well, that was that was that was sweeping generalizations of Scottish cuisine. No, it wasn't. Some it was it, it, no. Everybody it knows. Exquisite. Um, um, <laughs> you, absolutely exquisite, <laughs> and the whiskey is superb. Um, Bosnian cuisine. It, it's. It's, it's strong point arguably is not salad or um, vegetables, <laughs> um, but it's you sit down and you enjoy a meal together. You know, it's it's um, you share a meal. I think that that's the point to make. Um, yeah, uh, the, some I've had some very interesting, pleasant conversations over a meal or over a, a coffee and a, a rakia, just uh, sharing ideas or. Just sharing life, really, and and I think food is is part of that. Um, yeah, it is it is a different cuisine, 
but it's a it's it's a very genuine cuisine. And I'm in I'm in rural Bosnia at the moment, and literally, the small holdings or the small farms, you know, they they have the pigs and the sheep and etc. Uh, etc. Et and they'll they will they will butcher their own meat and they will share it with you, usually over a glass of rakia. But there you go. So what do you prefer? Do you prefer beef? Do you prefer lamb? Do you prefer chicken? Do you prefer pork? My favourite is lamb. Again, I've spent a lot of time in Wales and some of the finest lamb in the UK comes from there. Yeah, I'm a, a, a big fan of lamb. Do you like mint sauce with it? Of course I like mint sauce. You do know that they think that we're heretics if we mint sauce with lamb here. That may be the case, but I still like it, yeah. Um, again, it just comes back to to the, the you know the history, the narrative, the customs... And it's um, it's respecting that. If I don't have mint sauce for my lamb, well, there you go. Um, if I do, super, and we can share that and have a laugh. You're mentioning rakia, so the question is: uh, plum, apple, pear, or grape loza? What's your favourite? Well, I've just been introduced to grape loza actually um, by your good self. I like the lot. Um, the the plum rakia I, I really do like, and what I find fascinating is the stills and they make it themselves. Um, and it's really good quality. And it's, 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 I think it's a good thing to share a tot or a splash of the old rakia and to sit down and um, to listen, ask a few questions, and that's, that's a pleasant way to live your life. You were talking about the stilling. It always reminds me every season, every November time when they do it here, from the, that great scene of The Great Escape with Steve McQueen yeah. making hooch out of, um, yeah. out of potatoes. It is very similar, isn't it? Um. I think there's a quality control. Certainly, certainly on the um, the sort of pachine hooch that I've I've um, imbibed in, it, it's well, it's good quality, and you know the company's always been a good laugh, particularly a good self. So um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. We're going to get in a, we're, we're going on Thursday, I believe, maybe mid morning to go down to Sarajevo. It's going to be five at five and a half hour trip. Um, by coach we're going to take, because we're going to take the bus rather than the car because of weather conditions, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the transport infrastructure here, though, is pretty basic, isn't it? Yeah, but you get there. It's, if you live in a very sophisticated big city, there are train strikes or you know, the commute uh, takes a long, long time. The frustrations here are just the same. Uh, as the frustrations in all sorts of parts in in the world, so you know, are the roads um, pristine? No, but you could say that about lots of places in the world. Um, uh, yeah, is will the bus journey be actually a real journey, uh, and and it will be, will it be travelling through um, fantastic countryside? Will you and I do a lot of planning, a lot of talking, share some good laughs on the way down? Yes, we will. So it'll be. Um, if you if you're a fan of travelling, which I am, actually the, it would be a proper journey. Um, could we have done it quicker? I should think with with better roads and a, and a you know a fancy coach. Maybe we could, but we'll get there safe and sound. And at the end of it, we'll be ready to go and do our wee project. We're we're going down to Sarajevo. I live in the north of the country, so I don't get down to Sarajevo as much. Maybe you actually see it more than me. But over the last two days, there's a certain I get a sense there's a certain degree of nostalgia uh, for you and Sarajevo. What if somebody said, you know, give me one thing about Sarajevo that that I should either see, I should do, or experience? Uh, what would you? What What would you? What would Bruce say? Just one thing. Listen to the stories. It's fascinating. Um, 
the, the, the fingerprints of history are there everywhere if you have the wit to look, particularly if you look up on the architecture. And there's so much history which is centred on Sarajevo. If you think it was the dividing line between the, um, the Western and the Eastern Roman empires, then you had the Ottoman influence. My favourite pub, by the way, in Sarajevo is the Phoenix Bar, and that's just inside the, the sort of Turkish Han um, fort area. So if you can ask where to go in, the, in the, the Phoenix Bar, you'll hear some great stories and you'll, people will explain to you some of the history. Yeah, if there's, if there's one thing, meet the people and share a coffee, share some rakia, ask about their stories. We're going to look at a ski, we won't give too much away, we're going to look at a ski resort when we're down there. Um, and people say that because of Bosnia post-conflict and all the hoo-ha that it hasn't developed well, but um, you, you keep saying, well, hang on, it's got to be Olympic quality, hasn't it? Well, it has. 1984, it, it was the Winter Olympics, where we're going to. Um, when I worked here, I used to run in the mountains and uh, just fabulous runs. I mean, just uh, clean air uh, at altitude in the forests. Um, the, yeah, the, the ski resort is, is Olympic standard. It's just that nobody knows about it. That's really weird, though, isn't it? I mean, it was in, what 1984, still in living memory. All I remember, though, is Torval and Dean and yeah. Bolero and... In the, in the big ice ice stadium, but it, it's got everything, isn't it? Ski jumps and what do they call them? Blue, red and whatever runs? I don't know. You know more about skiing than me. Well, you, you look like you're more fitter than me. We shall see when we get down there. Um, all, all I know at the moment is that it, it's, it's world class in places. Uh, the, um, the toes are very well maintained. They're, they're as good as you get on, on any really, really top of the range resorts. We shall find out. We shall we shall go have a good look, and uh, but certainly the, the the ski runs are Olympic standard. Well, I'm going to be do. I'm going to make a vlog down there. Bruce is going to do all the. He's you, what, what you're the you're the talent, right? I'm the good looking one. No, <laughs> um, we're just going to go and find out. We'll go with an open mind, and um, again, ask questions. So that's it. We're going to go and ask lots of questions. Thanks a lot for tonight. My pleasure. He said that because that's another. He keeps saying how much more, how much more money are you putting on the table? So I had to put another ten uh, marks. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> got the bottle of racky still there. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's here. Hang on. That's to prove that's not a sound effect playing. So that's it for this edition of the Balkan Adventures podcast. Back again next Wednesday. Um, I don't know what we're going to be talking about then, but then you know when you put the when you answered the poll. On the Facebook group, it was personal thoughts and ramblings, and it has been a bit of a ramble, isn't it? Perhaps. <laughs> it's so polite. It's something... Whereabouts in, in Britain do you come from originally? Oh, I'm a nomad. I don't come from anywhere. But if, if you had to say, would it be Wales? Would it be the West Country? Where would it be? Down south, mate, innit? <laughs> down south. Okay, so he's from down south. We're set up in the north of Bosnia. Thanks for uh, joining uh, us on this particular podcast it's really great for you to join us and uh, remember you can subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode by um, clicking on the subscribe button on soundcloud or just check out balkan adventures on itunes and you'll never miss an episode and i will see you next week
To find out more about us and where we live, why not check out our blog at anenglishmanInTheBalkans.com. See you next time. So, that's it for this episode. Our podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. And if you like this podcast, then please do leave us a review or send us an email. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you would like to support us and the production of future episodes, then please consider maybe giving us a tip or becoming a member of our podcast family. The link to do that is in the show notes for this podcast. Thanks again for listening. We really do appreciate it. To find out more about us and where we live, why not check out our blog at anenglishmaninthebalkans.com.